Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. Get the Inside Track, everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. Now, this topic is really exciting. It's near and dear to my heart. Yes. It's how do you make a house a home? Because we sell a house, mm-hmm. you make it a home. Right. Or you buy a house, and then you make it a home. Yes. I'm Yetta Decker. I'm Ken Decker. And we love connecting with you and really just giving you the refreshing truth. It's called the inside track on real estate with the Decker team. It's kind of refreshing, it's hopeful, and yet it's truthful. And you can watch them at your leisure. You don't even have to come into our office or connect with us on a video conference, you can actually just log on to YouTube and find the Decker Team channel and find a show to watch every day of the year if you'd like. And you know what's even better, Yetta? What's better, Ken? They can subscribe to our channel. Oh, yeah. And then they'll get notification when a new show pops up. Right. I do that. Not just for my show, for other people's (laughs) shows. Yeah. And I love that. So today we're talking about how to take that house that you're out buying? Because have you ever noticed when you walk through a house and you're thinking, whether it's a new home, new construction, whether it's to be built, whether it was what we call a speculation home, or whether it's a resale home, or whether it's even the home that used to be a different family members and you've bought it from family, and now you're going to turn it into a home. Because it really feels like a house until you make it your own. Yeah, you know what's really interesting? What? Is that many times people leave a house and go buy another one because there are memories in that house that they can't live with. Maybe a loved one has passed away. Uh Uh, Maybe there's been a divorce. Uh, Maybe there's strife Mm. in the house. Uh, Mm. Maybe it was a house that someone had before they got married. And then the new person doesn't feel connected in that house because they didn't have anything in in the selection of it. Mm. So many, many times there's an emotional reason more than a practicality reason that people Mm -hmm. will decide to sell a home or buy a home. And I love the scripture that says, better to live (laughs) on the corner of a roof than with a nagging wife. Yeah. Well, when I saw that he was going to use that, phrase. I wasn't sure how to... It's not a phrase, it's scripture. I know. I wasn't sure how to internalize that. Have you ever noticed that sometimes a spouse will say something and you're thinking... Are they talking about me? Is that what you were thinking? Right. Absolutely not. What I was really talking about, (laughs) and, uh, and I believe it expands, it's not just the wife. Or the husband. Or the husband. It's any time that there are not good relationships under Mm. the roof. You know, there's another scripture that says a house divided against itself will fall. Right. And so when there is broken relationships in the home um, or strife or anger, Mm. those things can stop a house from being a home. True. So this show is really more about relationships. 
Not to put all kinds of things. Well, you are going to be so no, impressed. No, I already with, know what it's I about. I know, but you, they are going to be impressed. Okay. You are going to be impressed. Right, because he was looking at me. So if you were listening rather than watching, because maybe you're tuned into 99.1 FM, CHRI Family Radio, or to their podcast, or maybe you're listening to it live at 9.30 Friday mornings, or maybe you're on our YouTube channel and you're watching it weeks later, months later, years later, actually, with how many shows there are. Um, and you are thinking, why are we talking about relationship? Yeah, you know what's really cool is, I was just going to say, if you like our shows, oh. can you comment? Can you let me know? Because oh. I, I, I primarily write them. And when I make a mistake, <laughs> it's very good. Our listeners are very good at writing in and saying, hey, you made a mistake on this item or, or, or that, or the research was a little faulty or whatever. I think that's awesome. And also, you know, we love to hear good news. Really? Yeah, they say yeah. that the, what's that scripture? Something about the uh, a messenger bringing good news is sweet something, sweetness to the ears or something like that. So if you want to bring good news to me and say, hey, Ken, I like the way you write your shows, that would be awesome. I could use that pat on the back. I give it to you. You give it to me? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. So you can see why we're talking about relationships. They're never perfect. And we're great with that. It's just if there's too much strife, then it's really difficult to make your house a home. Mm -hmm. Correct? And, yes. And one of the things that can go awry mm -hmm. and happens frequently is okay. when a teenager mm -hmm. comes into their area of their life where they're trying to find themselves. Well, they're questioning. They're questioning they're, everything, yeah. Yeah. especially their parents. Right. I remember. <laughs> Ryan's not here today, so I can share a Ryan story. Ryan is an amazing young man. He's an incredible realtor. He is a great dad and husband, and we adore our son and his wife and their kids. And there was a time when he was way smarter than he is today <laughs> because he was in college. He was taking a business degree, and he knew way more. He, I can recall the day he came home and said, you, mom and dad, I know you've been in business like 25 years. I know that you're responsible for the salaries and the incomes of hundreds of people through the brokerage. And I, I know that you've helped thousands of clients buy and sell real estate and invest in real estate. You've done a lot of things, but you know what, mom and dad, you don't know nothing about business. And Because he read a book. Because he read a book and took a class. And so <laughs> that created some strife for a season. It did, but he wasn't even a teenager then. I know. Because one of the things that, yeah. you know, when he was flexing his muscles, mm. at one point I had to pull him aside and I said, it's time for you to move out. Oh, yeah. I remember that conversation. Yeah, it's, it's time for you to be on your own and spread your wings and, and, and move out because there was too much strife between him and mostly you. He was being a little disrespectful to my wife, and I, and you know, I basically I've said to my kids and my grandkids, you don't speak to my wife that way because nobody speaks to my wife that way and gets away with it. Right, which is good. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Ken was very happy with himself there. Yeah. So if you were listening instead of watching, maybe you heard the little laugh, but if you could see the little grin, 
that was actually way better. Right. So this is one you actually want so to watch on YouTube. So not to leave Candace out. Oh, you're going to tell Can- stories of oh, Candace yeah. too? When, when Candace went through teenage years, and I think a lot of girls do this, their brain disconnects. You think it's just girls? Years. Oh, yes. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I think that's not nice. Just uh, did we get permission to share these stories? No, absolutely not. But they don't make any wise decisions. We did get permission, Ken. Did we? Yes. Okay, well, that's good to know. I wouldn't do that otherwise. That's good to know because I didn't. <laughs> I did. Okay, so recently what we did was we, because we know that teenage years can be tough, and we took our two teenage grandsons mm-hmm. to a, a, an event in California. We, we had to go all the way to California to find this particular event. Mm-hmm. It was a two-day re- event. I don't like calling it a retreat because a retreat means to me like you're going to relax, you're going to take, you're going to back off. You're going to retreat. You're, you're going to rejuvenate maybe. Uh, mm-hmm. But this is more an advance. It's about teaching emotional literacy about teenagers and parents being able to communicate with one another. Mm-hmm. And it was transformational in mm-hmm. a lot of the youth that went, and probably some of the parents as well. Oh, for sure some of the parents, because we've been in touch with some of the parents, even though they're not from around here. Um, and they have found it hugely beneficial, just knowing Maybe a little bit more what is going on in your teenager's mind. I mean, can we really get in there? We can get closer. We can know better what some of the conversations are that they're having inside and that they really want to have a great relationship with their mom and dad. There's not too many teens that choose deliberately to want to have a terrible relationship Mm -hmm. with their folks. Yeah, and it's interesting. This actual program has Mm -hmm. prevented... Thousands, Almost 4,000. Thousands, yeah. Teen 4, suicides. Yeah, because kids get in their head that they're, mm. that they're no good or they're, you know, they, mm. I don't know what it is. That yeah. Other kids are mean to them and depression sets in and they don't know their path in life yet and they're not feeling secure. And so they can get those dark thoughts. Mm-hmm. And this program has saved thousands of kids, teenagers, mm-hmm. from actually acting on that. Mm-hmm. Because they know, they survey them before and after, and they say, have you had those thoughts? Have you cleaned up a lot of your thought life now after this two-day event? So mm-hmm. we are so passionate yeah. about this. Yeah, and we are. Now they, I'm happy again. I was reflecting on the kids that we know that aren't here anymore because they didn't know how to navigate this. They Mm. couldn't figure it out. So I was thinking about quite a few people that I know that um, aren't with us anymore because they just couldn't figure it out. So it's about there's no happiness in a home when someone's gone, especially when somebody's chosen that they just can't do this thing called life anymore. So emotional literacy is really where it starts. How do we get control over those thoughts that, maybe run rampant and then how do we communicate and how do we Mm. reconcile differences and be respectful to one another and that's the kind of things that are taught in this and it's really cool because uh, adults and and youth do it together right um you switch around so you're you're not doing it with your 
you know, your dad or your mom or, or your, your, grandparent. Your, your grandparent. You're doing it with someone else, some other, somebody else's dad or mom or grandparent. And we are so passionate about this that we would like to bring this to Ottawa. Yeah, can't, can't let it go. We've been talking about it for years. We finally, about a year ago, went and attended our first. We know the facilitators. They're incredible. And it has been brought to many countries around the world. It's been around for about 20 years. There has been dozens of the conferences that take place, several every year. Most of them are in California, and yet many ha there have been some in other places. And there's never been one in Ottawa. Mm -hmm. So we would love mm. to bring it to Ottawa. We would. Because we want our challenge. We want our houses homes. Yeah, we want your house mm -hmm. to be a home. And our challenge is that mm. we're entrepreneurs. We own a real estate company. We serve people buying and selling homes. And mm -hmm. we have a passion for this. But we can't do it by ourselves. So if you are somewhat interested, you think, hey, I wouldn't mind being on a leadership team or I wouldn't mind being in the service team supporting this event. Uh, it's called MTS, Motivating the Teen Spirit. You can even Google it if you want to see some video content on it. Mm -hmm. um, just send us an email at info at Decker Team and just in the subject line say MTS and say that you're interested in leading or serving. Now, when I say leading... That's just like the preparation. You don't actually lead the event. We are bringing in uh, two, possibly three. Amazing facilitators. Amazing, experienced facilitators that have done this for many, many years, certified mm -hmm. to do this program. We're bringing them in from the United States and from Toronto. And so when I say lead, I mean just being part of the organizational part of doing this. Mm -hmm. And the really neat thing about this is the kids that are in the room, because financial sponsorship is another piece that would be um, something you might be interested in. Maybe you're saying, you know, I don't have a lot of connections. I don't know how to bring people to the event. However, I know how to write a check and how to help people attend this event. Mm -hmm. And so that's also an option because there's a lot of kids that come from group homes, that come from um, different centers. So it's not only kids that are living within their family home. It could be through social services. So there is whole group homes of kids with a couple of leaders that will come. So for every admission that is purchased, every ticket that's registered, it is actually for a teenager, really from 12 to 25. And I know that's a loose definition of teenager, but really anywhere in that age range. And an adult ticket is given at the same time as the teen ticket. Yeah. So for under $200, you can sponsor someone into the program. It's a two-day program, Saturday, Sunday. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe you're saying, hey, I would like to sponsor a lunch or a, or a, um, a snack or something like that. Because they eat a lot. Teenagers know eat a lot of food. They do. It's unbelievable. Both in your house. And when they come to the event. So in your house, the trick is have lots of healthy food so when they're hungry, they can go in the fridge and get something because that actually makes it a little more peaceful too rather yeah. than eating all the sugar. Yeah. And they keep coming back to the event as long as you keep feeding them. That's what I've found. The secrets feed them. <laughs> it was. <laughs> so, other, so, 
So yes, email us at info at Decker team. If you're mm -hmm. interested, just put MTS in the subject line and say what you're interested in doing. And then another way you make a house a home mm -hmm. is by having financial peace. 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 It's yes. not necessarily about financial abundance because you could have lots of money coming in and more going out than is coming in. So it really is about how to take great care of the money. Tell your money where to go and what to do when it comes into the home or into the, the, the bank mm -hmm. account. What do you do with it? How do you navigate it? So one of the things that Ken did quite a few years ago now was write a book called The Wealth Formula, which is really about how to create financial peace and build enough money that you have more money than month. Because there was a time in our life mm -hmm. where we had way more month than money. Yeah, and we weren't following the biblical principle of in the, you know, Proverbs, it says the, in the house of the wise are, are storehouses of rich, uh, sorry, rich storehouses of choice. choice oils and food. And mm -hmm. so that's saying don't eat everything that you make, right? So basically, you keep more, you store up some for, for lean times, and it's, it's a way of making your home, your house a home. And part of it to me is also the generosity. If I am living below my means, I'm living not above what I'm earning, chances are I'm going to have a fair bit left over. I can tithe, I can give, I can be generous, I can do all kinds of things with it. It's not just about keeping it for us and living this extravagant, amazing life. It's about how do we help others also have amazing lives and support them in what is important to them. And so to give a helping hand or a hand up. And uh, so that's, you know, so important. So they might, if you want to get a copy of that book, they're actually still available on Amazon.ca. We also, instead of paying $27 Canadian plus tax and shipping and all that stuff, if you buy it through Amazon, you can actually pop in and see us at either of our office or our what we call our waterfront cottage in Manitic or the office in the city. And we have copies of the books there with taxes, with everything. It's only $20 and really good, wise counsel. And it, are you going to learn new things? probably a few, and it's going to reinforce a lot of the things that you already know and the what we've heard from many of our clients that have doggy tagged them and scribbled in them and applied them and lived them out is that there's principles there that they can actually take action on. Simple, little, tiny action steps that make all the difference. Mm -hmm. Because if you've got strife around money, everything else falls apart. It's hard to have a great relationship. It's hard to have a home where mm -hmm. there's good mental health, right? right? And relationships in your home are so important. And one of the things I learned a long time ago, because I used to bring work home. Yeah. Not, not actually like bring the actual paperwork home and start working on it at home. It was more I would bring it in my head home. And so when I got home, I wasn't present with the children and with my wife. And so what I learned was, as I was driving, I would think about work until I hit a particular hydro pole, which I, I marked out in my brain. Okay, that hydro pole is the halfway mark to home. And so when I got to that pole, then I started thinking about my children. I started thinking about my wife. 
and how I was going to be so excited to see them and they were going to be excited to me, to, excited to see me. And so when I threw open the door when I got home, I was just all about kids and family. And so I would yell, Daddy's home! And the kids would come running and it just became so nice rather than running home and going, I just need to sit in a corner somewhere. and With a newspaper or turn chill, on the TV. Yeah. Right? That was an awesome decision to make. So finding a spot, maybe you're already doing that. Maybe you have another thing that you're doing because I would love for you to send me like an email or comment on the YouTube channel where we have the show once you watch it um, and let us know what you do to switch off so that when you get home, you're actually home because it's huge. The other thing we did was we created a sanctuary. Find a spot in our house that we can go to breathe, to pray, just to re-engage in the life that we want. Maybe the hydropole didn't fully do it for me that day, um, <laughs> and I'm still, you know, and for us, we sometimes still end up engaging in work once we're home because we're realtors and help people with investments and selling and buying, and so that doesn't necessarily shut off completely, even if we've shut off what's happened that day. The phone may still ring or the text may come in or an email and we still got to go back to work for a short period of time. When we've done that to reconnect to each other, mm -hmm. we will then step into another space such as our prayer room or that we call another room, our sanctuary. And it's just a place to breathe, a place where we can sit back, potentially pray, read something for a short while, just chill and disconnect again from the work so we can be back and present. Because mm -hmm. making a house a home is really all about where you're present. It's not just about being there. It's about where you're present in your head. And so that's been a long journey for us. Mm -hmm. And so we leave our phones all in the kitchen when we go upstairs to bed at night, usually between 8 and 8.30, and not necessarily that we go straight to bed at that time, and yet we usually, unless we're dealing with a transaction where we need to help somebody, we're in the middle of a negotiation, I'll, things are off at that point. We'll do what it takes to help somebody navigate so we can take great care of you. And if that's not happening right then, then we will leave them in the kitchen and pick them up again around 8 o'clock the next mm -hmm. day. And the other thing that turns a house into a home, which this, mm -hmm. this one seems a little counterintuitive, and yet it's not. It's about, it does seem counterintuitive, It's, it's about though. inviting friends into your home, that, that gift of hospitality, and not necessarily caring if you got some dishes in the sink or the, you know, there's a little bit of dirt on the kitchen floor because the grandkids spilled something or whatever. Or you spilled something. Or I spilled something. A little or bit I was sticky. cooking. Oh, yes. <laughs> if you're cooking, it's going to be sticky somewhere. And Probably more than just somewhere. So not really caring about that, more caring about the people and the relationship mm. and the fun that you can have. That makes a house a home. It's hugely beneficial. It really is. Now, what we've had in our new house, we've had some fun. We had it in the last house, too. Yeah, I guess we did. <laughs> When you, We've when been you doing start, it for a long time. Most homes have more rooms than you live in every day. Like the, the original small houses had, you know, a kitchen, a place to eat, and a couple bedrooms and a bathroom. Right. And usually only one bathroom. Right. And quite often kids shared a bedroom. Right. So there wasn't a ton of space. But houses are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. 
which isn't necessarily a good thing because sometimes as they get bigger, you actually, it's harder to make a house a home because you're not in shared space. Yeah, and shared space is a really good thing. So one of the great things, even because homes are, some of the homes are shrinking again in terms of there's a great room. So there's a space that's very a common family yeah. area, which is cool, right? That's very good because if you get too big and too divided, then everyone goes off to their little corner. corner. They get into the internet and the phone and the devices and tablets and Nobody connects in the family enough, right? right? Um, and also multiple TVs cause that as well. Everyone can watch something different yeah. in a different how many room. You, how many TVs do you have? I have one. <laughs> and it's not really a TV. It is. It's a, it's a big screen. It's a projection theater room. And we go there. That's our Hollywood room. That's called Hollywood. Yeah. And Friday nights is typically Hollywood night. Every we'll, second Friday, probably. Yeah. Right? We'll watch a movie. Um, or sometimes two. It's a double matinee. <laughs> Wouldn't be a matinee. No, double, double, what's Double the, feature. Double feature. That's the word I was looking for. Matinee means in the afternoon, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's a good thing I'm a realtor, not a movie buff. Uh, and so we have the Hollywood room, which is our home theater. We have a sanctuary room it's where we meet with friends mm -hmm. and we put up a stone wall. And in that stone wall is a cross cut into the stone. Buried. Buried. So it's hard to find. So if you ever come over in their sanctuary room, you, one of the things that's fun is it's like finding Waldo. <laughs> Go find the cross in the stone wall. It's 20 feet by 20 feet, basically. 20 feet tall, 20 feet wide. And in there is buried a six-inch cross. <laughs> <laughs> so have fun with that. Yeah. And there's a fireplace and some lights and stuff. So having, we've been naming them, and it actually has changed our state when we've come into our house. Mm -hmm. When we know we're going into the office, which we have as well, which is really client space, because that's where we would meet somebody. We'd put a solid core door. First, we had a French door, and then we took off the door, and we thought we just want to live kind of open and free. And then we realized, no, we need privacy. If we're having hospitality... And it keeps the office in the office. It's better with the door. It is. So we bought a solid core door so that it also helps with the noise. So thinking about how you're going to use the rooms and who's on the other side of the wall can actually be really helpful and make it your, your house a home. Mm -hmm. So there's that room. And then we have a creative room, which is for painting and guitar playing and just writing notes and it's just really that space of creativity and it's simple and yet has all the tools mostly in the closet um, that we pull out so we can create within that space mm -hmm. and some of the rooms are multi-purpose so then there's the one of my favorite rooms the prayer room right the prayer room we have four chairs in it yeah. uh, usually it's just two of us in there yet and I and we have our prayer in the morning every morning um, and we read our scripture in that room and then other times we have another couple and that's why there's four chairs we can have prayer time in there and it's also our spare bedroom so we have a fold down Murphy bed which um, you know when people stay there they must feel blessed because that room is really full of prayer well we have a lot of people that actually do come and stay with us we're known to just be hotel decker and, and yet the great news is they're in Decker 
and there's no cost. Usually we don't charge anything because, you know, you just come and hang out and you really just have to get comfortable. And I had somebody just the other day say to me, you know, the day I met you quite a few years ago, I came home with you and didn't leave for a week. And I moved into the prayer room and I loved it and I'm back in town and I'd like to do the same thing again. So having rooms that you can name and have fun with actually is part of making your house a home. Yeah. And interesting, most people call their bedroom a bedroom. Right. Right? Yes. Now what's happening is people multi-purpose that room and it's not as good for keeping your house a home. So in my opinion, it shouldn't have a TV in it. Right. It shouldn't have exercise equipment in it. Right. It shouldn't have clutter. It Correct. should be a place to sleep, a place to connect, maybe a place to pray before you go to bed. And that's about it. And that's kind of what we do. So if you want to make your house a home and you're thinking you didn't cover it all, ask us. We'll give you some insight there. And please comment so you can help each other make your house a home because then you've got way more insight than you need.